North Korea has launched a missile which passed over northern Japan, the Japanese government has said. And uh, we need to uh, have a bit of a closer look at this. Keith Suter, foreign affairs expert from Global Directions Think Tank. Good morning, Keith. Thanks for your time. I know you're a busy morning, man. <laughs> this is, as we uh, have spoken off air, this is rather disturbing news, isn't it? It is very disturbing indeed. It's interesting that, again, it's embarrassed the American government because only last week the Secretary of State, uh, Rex Tillerson, was saying that it looks as though the North Koreans were beginning to um, listen to reason in terms of being willing to talk to the Americans. Now, quite suddenly, they've done this at the weekend, uh, taken uh, the Americans by surprise, and then in the last few minutes uh, sent this even longer-range missile right over the top of Japan. Imagine what it would be like if we went over the top of Bunbury. Even if it didn't land in Bunbury, you'd nonetheless (laughs) feel very nervous. Um, So, in a sense, um, we're really back to square one. And the North Koreans are charging ahead as fast as possible to acquire nuclear weapons because then they become untouchable. It means that by the end time that uh, Trump leaves the White House in three and a half years' time, North Korea will be a nuclear power. What do you think Trump's going to do about this? His answer will be, you think? Well, he's he's really made some big mistakes already. You know, he's made all sorts of public threats, the sort of threats that you should really make in private. Well, he's made them in public. The North Koreans have called his bluff, and he has actually backed down. So um, he's in a real mess now. He's obviously hoping the Chinese can help out. But the Chinese, although they don't like a, a nuclear-armed North Korea, they don't want to have a North Korea that falls apart with the dynasty collapsing. So the, the Chinese are not necessarily on the same page as the Americans. So it, it's very difficult to see how we progress from this. We do know that in four years' time, we will be in a very different sort of era. We certainly will. Would you like to be living in Japan? No, um, or any part of the United States, really, because they've now developed, they've now, we think that we've worked out how they've done so well now in so little time. Remember, they've been fiddling around with missiles for 40 years, but in the last couple of years, they've suddenly made great leap forwards. And we we think they're doing it because they're buying the stuff on the black market from the eastern end of Ukraine, which used to be a Soviet factory, but the Soviets, the Russians, have said, look, you're too close now to the West. Uh, We're not going to buy any more of your products. We're going to have more stuff made within the boundaries of Russia. And so this this factory is unemployed, and so they've they've now found a customer in Asia. That's why they're doing so well, the North Koreans, because they're buying Russian material. What do you think about this threat they made there last week about our decision to back the U.S. when it came to those uh, war games in South Korea as being a suicidal decision on behalf of our government? What do you think about that? Should we be worried? We should be worried. Um, I think we're lower down their list of of priorities compared with the South Koreans, the Japanese and the United States. But it's quite clear that we are on their radar screen, as we have been for decades, because we had that very important spy base near Alice in central Australia um, at Pine Gap. And so that's been a Russian nuclear target for decades and a Chinese one. And ultimately we'll end up as a North Korean one. Yes, let's just see how the uh, the day plays out today and we'll see what Trump has up his sleeve, which I think is only an arm, quite frankly. Exactly. <laughs> and a rather weak arm as well. Uh, yeah, and an orange one. <laughs> Keith Suter, foreign affairs expert, Global Directions Think Tank. Always a pleasure, Keith. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Thanks, Ian. on what
to download. It's Dan the Internet. Yes, there he is. The only guy I know that sings his own intros. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, mate. How are you? Guilty. How you going, mate? Yeah, good. How's those, uh, uh, those eagles, eh? eh? Half of yeah, a percent. Well, now, I know, you're a, I know you're a died, you know, you like, know like Docker supported. I know, I know. And, I feel very that sorry. Me, that, makes me, that makes me a target for eagle supporters like you, that when you guys do make scrape into the finals by 0.5%, I hear about from every single person I know that's an Eagles fan. <laughs> Ring oh. me, messages me. Oh, <laughs> Which sorry. is fair enough, you know, because I give oh, as good sorry. as I take. But, you know. I reckon we were pretty lucky, but I, I, I tell you, I don't think we're as lucky as uh, Bucks. <laughs> Getting an extra two no, years at Collingwood. Right. No, I, think that, right, yeah. I think that tops half a percent. Anyway, let's get back to your app of the week. What is it? Yeah. So, uh, a bit like Game of Thrones, Blackers, uh, winter is almost gone <laughs> and we're almost in the spring. Yes. And um, I found this app, actually just this morning actually, um, called Steptember. As in, uh, not September, but Steptember. And what yeah. it is, yeah. it's uh, a little app that encourages you to get fit and it actually challenges you to do 10,000 steps a day for the month. Yeah. But there's actually a catch in. It's to raise money for cerebral palsy uh, research and the battle against that. So well, that's not a catch. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. So <laughs> what you do is it, yeah. it, it is literally trying to get you, you know, to maybe lose the winter points that a lot of us build up over the uh, winter months. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, like, you, like I said, it's almost like a... Um, uh, thing you do with your friends and and, and people to to raise to raise money and um, and try and beat the scourge of civil wars, which I think is fantastic. So yeah, it is good. September. Step. And it's a good name too, Blackers. It is a good name, mate. Yes. And you you want to put that link on our uh, Facebook page? And, yeah, I uh, haven't done it yet, but I will. I will oh, okay, I'll put cool. On your, on the, well, not on the Facebook. Blackers homepage. Yeah. At That's, That's the right. one. All right, mate. Uh, we'll uh, we'll chat again soon. You have a good day. Thanks, Andy, mate. Go the Dockers. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> See you, buddy. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> oh, do tell. Let's hear it. Give me the details. Morning, Paul. What's going Morning. on in the show, A uh, 72-year-old Rockin' Rod Stewart has proved he's still got what it takes at this year's MTV Video Music Awards. Teamed up with Joe Jonas for a revamped version of his 1978 hit, Do You Think I'm Sexy? And the people, they loved it, as always. And uh, looks like we are a step closer to knowing who will sing the new theme song to this film. That's over the way, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to for that. It looks like Adele is out and Beyonce is tipped to sing the new theme oh, song really? for the 2019 Oh, Bond really? Film. Do we have a name for the movie yet? They haven't sort of said. Because they're making it up as they go along They've emailing now. you all week saying when are you going to name it. I can't help you if you don't respond to your emails. <laughs> People are always complaining about that around here. And lastly, there's talk. One of your favourite 70s cop TV shows is making a comeback. Man, this heap is a piece of garbage. When are you going to fix it? Listen to that squeak. Cuts through my brain. I don't hear it. It's driving me nuts and you don't hear it. How about I put you on roller skates and tow you along in the back? (laughs) 
Yes, the one and only Starsky and Hutch. Sony Pictures Television Studios set to reboot the TV show and there's talk it may be oh, directed really? by writer-director James Gunn who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Paul Michael Glasser with that big, uh, you know, that woolen sort of wraparound cardi that he always used to wear. <laughs> that used to amaze me. All he needed was Ugg boots. That's in and your he, wardrobe. <laughs> and, he, and he would, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. and Kev, a little bit of snuggle, a little bit of the cardi. Oh, no. Yeah, I, just, I keep all of, uh, when Kev gets shorn, I yeah, sort of keep it all. Yeah, you knit it together, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. are so yeah. talented. At the moment, but I've got a lap rug. Oh, is that on your Tinder profile? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I better put it up. You there. really should because it's sort of a, like you know. that's a goer for me, isn't it? Yeah, a guy that can knit. Love it. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. No worries. Here to help. Here to help. Yeah. <laughs> Here to help me yep. too.